0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Between Realities, the Between Realities VR podcast. That is correct. I'm trying to switch it. Like, I want to <laughs> say welcome back to the Between Realities podcast. Sure, VR but, but podcast.
1: saying welcome back to Between Realities isn't is wrong either, because you're still coming to the Between Realities channel. That's true. For but this podcast,
0: to, yes. I'm trying to yes. create a you're separation. Do, you doing great.
1: You know, I'm trying right. anyway. So welcome back to our show <laughs>
0: on the Between Realities channel. It's called the VR pod... Fucking A. welcome to my name is alex i'm one of the (laughs) co-hosts of this shit show and i am joined here alongside of my wonderful friend skiva Skiva, how you doing man
1: i'm good dude i'm good it's friday it's between realities friday Mm -hmm. only a half day of work for me because of the show which is super awesome Mm -hmm. i love it and uh yeah i'm stoked to get it on
0: i am too dude (laughs) you know it's gonna be a great day thank you guys all so much for joining us here on this lovely uh friday afternoon here in the states and Maybe in the middle of the night if you're uh, joining us from somewhere else. I think we'll get to that a little bit here in a second. Hello to everyone in chat. Thank you for joining us. We have uh, German Rifter was the first in chat today, although he's oh, here yeah. now.
1: Yeah, it's late for him. It is. He's, he said he was going to have to hit the hay. We knew this would happen. Yeah. yeah we did. Casualties of time zones. Yeah. So that yep. being
0: said, if you're uh, if you're in the United States, you better be taking advantage of this new time slot, right? Because <laughs> we had to kick German Rifter out of the show. Yeah. To, to he's our, he's a he's our for you. He's
1: our so, homie.
0: Thanks, uh, thanks, German Rifter, man, and uh, I hope you enjoy the recorded version of the show. We've got Endeavor One in the sh- uh, in the house. He was here seven minutes before liftoff. Thanks, here uh, for being Endeavor One. We got Duty Does up in here. I played a little awesome. Guardians with Duty the other oh, day. Oh,
1: Speaking of duty does real quick, we have a um oh we got a super chat real quick too. But first let me well let's do super chat. Yay! Whoa! Thank you. Woo-hoo! So what is the super chat? Um so what is what? What's the super chat? The super chat oh the super chat says, love you guys. Sorry <laughs> for missing last week and can't wait for us to hang out. That's from Z Storm Games, dude. I love Z Storm. Thanks, Z. You are He's the awesome. Man. He's he such really a good is. guy. Um, Duty does, by the way, has has been putting together a list of accessible-friendly games, and I put a link to the description in that down in the. Uh, a link to that in the description. Sorry about that. Um, but so, if you want to, if you if you have if you like to sit when you play, or you're in a wheelchair, or whatever the case may be, check that out. He is actively testing games uh, that work with uh, the OVR advanced settings to be able to stand you up so you can better play these games. And that's... So thank you to Duty. And if you're a developer, contact Duty at. That's Duty does on Twitter. If you want him to try your game,
0: yeah, that's um, you know that's a pain point in the VR space, as you know, because you kind of uh, a lot of the games are designed for able-bodied folk, you know. So it's like you need to be accessible, and Duty is exposing it. So thanks, Duty. We've got Space Denison in the house. We've got Virtual Steve up in here. What's up, guys? Just in case any of you guys are old, yeah, and
1: Space Denison... Yeah. Void citizen, Void right? Void citizen. We're yeah. going to
0: remember all of your names. You guys just keep changing your names. I'm going to remember yeah, all. No of them. witness protection shit yeah. here. <laughs> Shortstack VR <laughs> in the house. Robin's Reality. Hello my dear. What's Thank stuff, you for Robin? joining us, Sampler19. Here as always. Thanks Sampler19 for showing up to the show. We got Mateo311. What's
1: up Mateo? One of the very
0: few people who have ever been inside uh, the between reality spaceship. That's Yes, amazing. that's
1: right. We actually flew it over, picked him up, did a show, dropped mm-hmm. him off.
0: Yep. Yeah, we got your pal in the house. What's up, your pal with the verified flex? What's up, your We've pal? we got Obscure Nerd VR, Andy's here. Andy, dude. what's up, buddy? And uh, Immersed Robot and Arcanian VR. Thank you guys so much for joining us. What's up? So, um, man, I don't know, how, is this, how is the duration of this intro, by the way? Because I actually get a little bit... This is like the meta episode, all right? We're like taking a step back for this episode. <laughs> If this, if this intro is a little long, let me know. I enjoy doing it.
1: Me too, yeah. man. I, I love saying hi to everybody. Yeah. These these are the people that make my freaking day yeah. all the time. I but love these guys.
0: Feel free to give us feedback, everybody. You know, If all of a sudden you're like, hey, will you guys just get to the fucking show already, please? Then I will. <laughs> I'll skip all these shout outs. You know? We can speed it up. But I personally enjoy yeah. kind of taking our time. Getting I do running. too. No, do too. Good. All right. Well, I'm glad we're on the same page. Sweet. Rock versus reality. Thanks also for joining us. And of course, as always, we have a guest joining us today, don't we?
1: Yes, we do. We do from across the other side of the planet, actually. Um, someone that I've been watching for a super long time. Um, just amazing VR content. Uh, an amazing community that this guy has built up, and I'm super excited. Mm-hmm to talk to the mystical today
0: yep absolutely he's definitely one of our favorite up-and-coming yep. vr video creators so please everybody welcome to between realities the mystical what's up what's up everyone Yo, you guys you're making me blush yeah, yeah, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> this is good you know you, you, you come on the show right you're gonna get the between realities treatment okay, yeah, yeah we're gonna, we're gonna yeah. give it to you we're gonna tee you up We're gonna let you just boom knock it out of the park you know what i mean <laughs> sounds great sounds Thanks. great I'm, i can't wait to talk Sweet, so, man. Thanks
1: for staying up uh, late for us tonight. Yeah, is it,
0: what time is it where you're at?
2: It's like, it's exactly 11 right now. Well, 11.08, so, Sweet. I mean, re- reasonable time. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, that's good. Right on. For some reason, I thought it was going to be like 2 a.m. there or something like that. Where,
0: but, where's there? Yeah. Where are you? Ireland. Ireland, okay, I thought Yeah, so.
1: a lot of people actually wonder that from time to time. They're like,
2: where exactly am I? Because they can't pinpoint my accent. <laughs> Yeah, it's not the thickest Irish accent right. I've heard. Yeah. Right. Oh, trust me, I've heard some really hardcore
0: Irish accents <laughs> that I cannot understand. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I love, like, the Irish accent. I love the Scottish brogue. I love it when I, like, can barely discern the words that they're spitting, even though they're speaking 100% English. You know? <laughs> it's amazing.
1: I like it all, too, man. It tends to confuse me. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, and we were saying before the show, too, like, this time zones thing, man, like, it wasn't until VR first. For me anyway that i really had to care about time zones and mm-hmm. it can be difficult you know matching up times with people who live in different continents and you're staying up into the middle of the night to do this with us and stuff so it's...
1: especially when you're in arizona and we don't nice, switch though. time zones so it's you it's know never... I,
0: like it's it's
2: nice because you get to meet people that you wouldn't normally be able to meet because you'd be staying up in only your time zone you know
1: yeah yeah, I agree completely, man, and especially with VR, too, because now you can hop in and, like, look them avatar face to avatar face and yeah. hang out, and it's like you're yep. right there. Transcending space and time. Indeed. Absolutely. Hey, uh,
0: Texas Green Tea, AJ, thanks for joining us here. And What's up? Showing up to the show. Um, so it's been... I would say it's been a pretty exciting week in VR, you know, for the most part, okay. and I do want to start to get into some of that. But first I do want to learn a little bit more about our guest, you know? So don't get me wrong. We've got did stuff to get into today, <laughs> but I want to talk about the mystical a little bit. So I did a little dive on your YouTube channel, right? Okay. And I noticed that you are absolutely what I would consider a VR YouTuber. You have a couple of little other things kind of sprinkled in here or there. You know, sometimes you lean a little into like the computer tech and stuff. That's cool. But I would get, I would call you a VR YouTuber if, if I may. Mm-hmm. Um, but I noticed that that basically started with the Oculus Quest. Like, I didn't see a VR video on your channel before the Quest came out, and then like, boom, there it is, Oculus Quest 1. You're bitten by the bug. That's where the content started. But (laughs) I found it interesting how long you've been on YouTube. This is, you've been on YouTube way before the Oculus Quest (laughs) came out, huh? (laughs)
2: The old videos, my god. <laughs> They're there, so, you know. <laughs> I haven't removed them. No, you haven't. I've been, I've been asked by multiple people why I haven't removed them. I don't know. I guess it's kind of like for memory's sake, almost, to be honest.
0: So what's there? It's... What would someone find if they went back to, like, your first couple months of YouTube content?
2: Well, first of all, definitely cringe. <laughs> 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 um... A lot of them have been hidden by YouTube itself because YouTube classified them as content with kids in it. Mm. Um, So quite a few of those videos have actually ended up being hidden by YouTube because the channel is is selected as not for kids, you know? Um, But a lot of it is still there. They would find kind of... Do you guys know um, Good Mythical Morning? Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. I do. not.
2: I'd say the <laughs> old content used to be very like that, because I believe in like the very beginning, that's who I looked up to. And that's kind of how the content started. Mm-hmm. Those were like the first few videos.
0: Well, and it's so interesting to me, right? Because you're you're a young guy. I, you're 19. Am I right? 19, yeah, yeah. 19, the mystical. 19 years old and crushing it for a 19-year-old right? kid. Right? Man. Like, and I don't you mean to use but... the kid, the word kid loosely like that, but like, for you, six years is a, a very intense difference, right? Like who you were six years ago as, oh, as yeah. a 19-year-old, 13 to 19, and I think your channel's like eight years old, so you must have been like 11 or something when you started YouTube? Oh, wow. 11-year-old well, no cl- th- there's,
2: there's another channel that came before this. So. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you're, oh, God. So you started this shit when you were literally a kid. And now yeah. you have, like, grown up, and you can see the mystical, like, go, growing up from, like, being, like, an 11-year-old kid to this 19-year-old man that you see sitting in in, in front of you. Um, that's not really the case for for folks like me, or, or even especially for folks like Harry, because he's so damn old. What? what but, you say? You know, I'm 30. Oh, I'm 34. <laughs> so the difference from 28 to 34, like... I don't yeah. know, like, not and, that and much, 40, you know what I mean? 43 for me. Yeah, like, not oh. that much of a difference, you know? So it's interesting because those six years are absolutely pivotal when, when you're younger. So um, what got you into starting YouTube as a, as a young, fresh-faced uh, 11-year-old kid? That is something... I don't know.
2: I, it's, it's a hard question because it's hard for me to... Um, I've got a very bad memory. So me looking back <laughs> then, you know, it was always kind of, I guess... The dream job. I think back then is when the whole YouTube craze started. You know, everyone had a YouTube channel, no matter whether the content they uploaded was good or bad. They were uploading literally the weirdest shit on there, you know? Mm. Um but I think that's how it started. And then I realized that I actually enjoyed doing it. And it became a hobby. And then for some
0: reason it survived this long. <laughs> So what was your, because um, I also noticed that your your early YouTube channel was not a gaming channel. There's like a lot of gaming channels that transitioned into being VR channels, but you weren't like playing <clears> video games on on YouTube. What was your first video game console, right? Like, are you a gamer? Were you a gamer growing up? Oh, down? yeah.
2: No, I, I was absolutely a gamer. Um, I was the PlayStation guy. I My first console was the PlayStation 2. And I'm never going to forget, you know, going on summer holidays every year, that once I got for summer holidays, I'd visit my cousin, he'd have the PlayStation 2, and we'd go gaming. I'm also never going to forget when we got our first PlayStation 2, and my parents would take away the games, because mm. they would say they caused violence. Ouch. <laughs> yeah.
1: mm, you've murdered are quite you, a few people since then, haven't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean... If those caused violence, I don't know what VR does. Oh, my God. Right?
1: <laughs> right? If Blade & Sorcery isn't going to turn you into a full-blown murderer, I don't think anything will. Dude, can,
0: I feel Absolutely. like you get it
1: out of your system, you know?
0: It's like you get in there, you murder some people in, in Blade & Sorcery, you take off the headset. <sighs> oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, refreshing. That's what i mean order. i must say
2: mm. that is exactly the case
0: well you I, I will you know you entered um the video games world at a pretty interesting time too because i mean when i was a kid i my first console was an nes and i was actually late to the party i should have been a super nintendo at my age but my parents got me an nes as other kids were getting super nintendo so i am actually grateful Those because bastards. i got i'm grateful because <laughs> i got a natural progression i got nes super nintendo nintendo 64 like Along the, along the yeah. lines, you know? Um, and in those earlier years of um, of video games, like, violence and stuff like that, where, like, it's, like, very heavily implied, you know? It's like, oh, yeah. oh look, this dot is a bullet, and it's up, oh, and now that's a dead guy, you know? But, like, you started playing video games when Grand Theft Auto 3 was a thing. And
1: that's oh, yeah.
0: so intense. Wow. Like, and for the record, one of the best goddamn gaming PS2? experiences
1: ever. Was- yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Damn. Damn. Dude, I remember, dude, I mean, I, I played, I was playing the original Grand Theft Auto when that came out on DOS, you know what I mean? And then, and then, uh, and then I remember when the OpenGL one came out and everything looked so smooth and it wasn't so pixelated anymore and Grand Mm -hmm. Theft Auto 2. And then I was always like, man, whoever makes this into a 3D game is going to be rich beyond their wildest dreams. (laughs) Oh yeah! And And, and now look at Rockstar. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Damn, man. You're talking
2: talking those games that may have had, like, actual violence in it, you know? But the thing is, I never even played those. I was playing Crash Bandicoot, and that (laughs) was the game that caused violence. You're like, no, he's smashing boxes. No, (laughs) you don't condone this behavior.
1: Don't let him near a UPS truck.
2: (laughs) And that was the game that was taken away from me. And now it's
0: in my wardrobe. Forever. And no one's ever going to take it away from me.
1: <laughs> or you will murder them. I love
0: it. I I assume I assume uh, that your folks are singing a different tune by now, right? I think I've even heard you mention uh your mom in, in your videos before. So Oh yeah, they're yeah. singing a different tune at yeah. this point. Oh, absolutely. Like my dad, uh my mom was into
2: VR Pretty much since the very beginning to be honest with you i was very surprised she's a huge fan of beat saber she actually wants to start getting into vr workout games nice wow, uh, my cool. dad was always against vr like he'd go in from time to time but he never liked it but then i showed him demio and my god does he want to play every friday now
1: nice <laughs> wow yeah i saw that they uh, that your parents uh took all the headsets commandeered them with their friends yeah. and were playing demio <laughs> yeah that's fantastic i can't even imagine Dude, good job right? oh man. it was yeah. great to watch
2: <laughs> right on. i'm not allowed to leak any photos of it though but it was hilarious <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dude, good job for creating an atmosphere where your folks felt like comfortable enough to like yeah. invite friends over put headsets on and be like no trust me everybody and their friends are like oh, are you shitting me and they're like trust me you know like that's <laughs> due to, to your efforts if i if i may credit you a little bit there
2: I I don't know how it happened. I didn't expect it to happen. The friends were just over one day, and my dad was like, no, you need to try this. And he actually, my dad, the person that was against VR, forced them to try VR. And now they're in on it as well.
1: What was his, uh, just out of curiosity, what was his reasoning for being against VR? Well... He was bad at it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Brutally honest. People don't like stuff they suck at. He never tried to hide it. He never tried to hide the fact that he just didn't get it. He didn't understand how to play it. It wasn't intuitive to him. Or maybe he just didn't try the correct games. Mm -hmm. Because when I let Mm -hmm. him try Half-Life Alex, that was the first time he stopped being against VR. He did not want to leave. But I wanted to go to sleep. (laughs) 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 So maybe that was it. He just didn't... Like, he wasn't able to comprehend it, you know? He never tried to hide that, though. He never... He, he knew he was bad at the game.
0: <laughs>
1: well, that is interesting, because you're right. People just naturally don't like what they're not good at. Yeah. You know? It's just yeah. kind of yeah.
0: funny. If uh, Brittany, my wife, if you're listening, that's something that we have made insanely large progress over our relationship. Because I, <laughs> I would introduce her to a game, and she doesn't instantly know how to play it, right. so she thought it was bad. And mm. I would have to, like... Go through like no, we have to learn this stuff. We have to gain skills. You yep. have to fail yep. actually in order to learn how to get things. Just done.
1: like anything in life, really. Yeah. It's very rare you do anything in life, and right away you're just a pro at yeah. it. The
0: reason why yeah. I, one of the things that I absolutely fucking love about all video games is that they create a safe space and safe environment to experience failure. Because mm. where, oh yes, mm-hmm. where you go when you go out into the world and you're taking risks. The consequences of those risks have a per- can have dramatic effects, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can like say, oh, I'm going to go uh, try, I don't know, try jumping over this chasm or something. And if you try it in real life and you're incapable of doing that and you mm-hmm. fall to your death, that's it. Game over for realsies. Yeah. In a video game, yeah. you can jump over chasms for hours and like really experience what it feels like to not be good at something, to fail mm-hmm. at something and to gain that comprehension, to gain those skills and...
1: Yeah, I, I love yep. games for that. Real quick, I want to say, uh, you know, I just saw a comment that says, man, I, I want to play VR with my dad. And that's uh, the Bearded Bard, which is such an awesome dude. And the man behind VR Trend Magazine. Oh. The Ooh. absolute coolest thing to, uh, to hit the VR world in a very, very long time. This is a super high quality, absolutely amazing, amazing magazine. And if you are not subscribed to this, go do it right now for the record they're not paying right now no they are not this was not a commercial i freaking love this magazine yeah this was (laughs) this was
0: authentic that just came out of him (laughs) i keep this
1: this here when we're doing podcasts because anytime i want to be like vr trend get vr trend (sighs) Right now. Do
0: it. It is amazing. It is really really good to have a a print um, thing. So, you know, that's great that you got your folks into it. You know, you've you've managed to discover some, like, tipping points for them. Um, What was it for you? You know, like, why VR? Like, how did this happen?
2: So, it definitely... Well, I would like to say it started with the CV1. Um, And I actually have a super old video on my channel where I unboxed the CV1, which was my first... Mm. headset which i i remember saving up for for like ages because i bought that thing for 700 euro it's amazing to see you know how far we've come now that you can buy the quest for like 299 it's incredible but i actually started off on the google cardboard with the playstation move controllers uh with this app installed on my phone that allowed me to play Steam VR games with the PSI camera. Actually I had three PSI wow. cameras. I, I borrowed them from my neighbors and I never gave them back.
0: <laughs> Is this real? So
2: so you played and Steam I used VR that games for six stuff positioning.
1: You played Steam VR games on a Google cardboard with the PlayStation <laughs> controllers.
2: Yeah, wow. we need to make sure that it's it's very obvious I sellotaped a PS Move controller to my head, I want you to imagine that. Because that was my sixth off positioning.
0: Wow. <laughs> Dude, you're a fucking genius. That...
2: Yeah. Oh, I, I wasn't the one who made the tutorial. <laughs> I just followed it, right. but it was it must have looked beautiful.
1: Wow, that is impressive. Dude. That is very impressive. So you must have lost your damn mind when you got that CV1, and all of a oh, sudden yeah, you absolutely. can move around. So d- if you got it right away, then you didn't even get it with touch controllers, right? Did you Did you get it with an no, Xbox no, I, controller? I
2: was late to the party. Oh, I okay. got it when the touch controllers were already out. Nice. Um, I think I was using the Google Cardboard with PS Move controllers before the touch controllers were out though. Oh. Because they were emulating Vive Ones, mm-hmm. and if I'm correct, the Vive was out before the touch controllers were out. If I'm correct on that, I could be wrong.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. So you had
0: so, move controllers and the eye in the eye camera. So did that? Did yeah. you like cannibalize that from your PS3? Did you pick them up with the intention oh, yeah. of doing VR? No, they were stolen from the PS3.
1: <laughs> wow, that's really cool. Yeah. And by the way, I do want to say because before the show we were talking briefly, and I was saying how the CV1 touch controllers, the Oculus Rift CV1 touch controllers, are still to this day my favorite VR controllers. They are just super ergonomic. They sit in your hand. Just, oh God, they're just so awesome, and They feel great. They and, are really know, good. I feel like, you know, they lucky.
2: kind of went back to that design style with, yeah. the, with the Oculus Quest 2 ones, yep. but the ring is the other way around instead of being downward.
1: Right, which makes it so you can't still really just let go of the controller and just have it sit there. The, yeah. I mean, the, the CV1 controllers were just, they were just perfect in my opinion. Oh, yeah. You know, so. they,
2: they were very good. I do personally, I think I prefer the index controllers. Ooh, I, interesting. Maybe it's because I haven't had them break on me yet.
1: Oh, <laughs> um, that, that's probably it. No, that's <laughs> no? not it because I, I, mine aren't broken. Wait, you, you haven't made any either? No. What the fuck? how is this a thing i've been through four sets of those things i mean not all of us and now i'm so like delicate i'm playing games i'm like oh i gotta be very careful
0: (laughs) and (laughs) i definitely don't i'm like gripping
2: the ever-living fuck out of mine oh i am not careful with mine i did a handstand on mine before i was told that i'm supposed to put them around my wrist so i was pushing the index controllers (laughs) into the ground that's lovely (laughs)
1: Well, what's wrong with all my controllers? What's so, going on here, dude? I don't know. Well, you're, dude, I don't know, man. You're like you're a big
0: guy. Maybe you don't know your own strengths.
1: I guess I don't know, man. Jeez. So Crazy. I think here's
0: here's a good here's a good thing. We should talk about one of one of our topics today, and we, we don't always have topics, but I, there today we do. There's something that we that came out today. Uh, some images mm-hmm. that we saw, and it's perfect segue into it. So uh, you know, we might dive more into the mystical and his life in a little bit. But for now. I'm cool with that. I wanna talk about these um, DecaMove controllers.
2: I'm gonna fire it up mm-hmm. just here so that I can see yep. fire that uh, the shirt. images of them. So Because yes. they do they're actually different, which I was surprised about. I'm sure you've noticed that most of the like VR companies nowadays, all the controllers look kind of the same. They all mm-hmm. follow kind of the same pattern. Sure. These are and the first ones know, I've seen they, that they are look, kinda
1: different. Kinda like the Valve Index Knuckles. You look a little like bit it. you but there's but no tracking, the tracking ring. ring yeah there's this is the first is... set of controllers i've seen without a tracking ring except for these weird leaks and i should have i should have grabbed them of the uh, of these Possible Quest 3 or Quest Pro controllers that also don't have oh, tracking. Oh, I've arms. seen those. Yeah, but, yeah, the um,
2: ones with that. Like, how do you even hold those? You should be completely up. honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> do we yeah. do that up? The like they're supposed to be thrown.
1: <laughs> yeah, they do, and they will get thrown. I'm sure they will. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're gonna have more Wiimote videos.
1: <laughs>
0: I've got I fucking the picture up I here. chucked one of Skeva's index controllers in here like a couple months ago. I forget what we were doing. Um, I think Blade and Sorcery. Yeah, we were making a Blade and Sorcery mm-hmm. video, and I was swinging a sword hard, and I think I might even thrown the sword. And I let go, and because, they, like, I never, I don't know about everybody else in the world, but for some reason, I actually don't have the wrist straps on oh, I don't my either. index controllers, right? I don't know why, yeah. but they seem unnecessary maybe because it's yeah. attached to my hand. But they're oh, yeah. actually not until they go so flying across t- the yeah, <laughs> There's so many times <laughs> where I would love to let them dangle, you know, and I'm like, I can't. So um, these do look more; these DecaMove Move controllers do look more like an index controller than anything else that um, is on the market right now. But um, even not fully that, they they do actually seem to have
2: some form of a new design choice and a ball at the bottom, which I assume is going
0: to be what's tracking them. So that's. that's interesting because i want to talk about those balls (laughs) 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 but i did want to talk about these balls because that to me it kind of looks like um like a a seat for a peripheral you know like like a gun stock or something like that you can like like attach it into two things you know and then like hold it or something you know Kind of looks like it would like lo- like latch in and like lock. Yeah, I
2: I see I see what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. So and then you'd also be able to rotate
0: it inside the peripheral because it is a ball, right? So you have like your flight sticks, right? You can have like attach it to the flight stick machine. Yeah, you can do that. You've got your that gun would stocks. be cool. But then how would it track? That I do not know.
2: <laughs> Unless. Unless, you know, we have the Slime VR trackers now, you know, a tracker-less technology is becoming better and better, you know? Mm-hmm. I I don't know how you do that with controllers, because you kind of need that six off positioning. You can't just work mm-hmm. with the angle, like what the Slime VR trackers do. Yeah. I, I don't know, I'm incredibly confused. Because I mean, now your yeah. theory seems to make much more sense than mine, because I was going to say, they could be like the PS Move balls, oh, because the be PS terrible. Move tracked using balls, yeah. but... They don't look see-through, well, so and maybe my chat theory uh, kind
0: of... Maybe chat can weigh in a little bit, too. Gamertag VR is here. What's um, up, GT? The uh, the VR realm is here. Mr. Trinidad What's is up? here. So What's up, have realm? We've got, we've got uh, Mr. You know, the beer Trinidad, of course. So we've got plenty of VR experts in here. Mm-hmm. Um, hell yeah. What do how do
1: you... the hell do these things track? I mean, yeah. they could just very well be infrared lighting on, on the balls in the bottom, too. So, I mean,
2: who knows? It is a very small tracking spot though. Very like very small. Would occlusion, <laughs> you know, you, do you not Sorry. think occlusion would be a problem? You know percent. It, so. <laughs> it
0: would be hundred yeah, percent especially if yeah. your hand slides into that space right there, you know, because yeah. then like yeah. your arm is gonna be getting in the way. Right. It's going to be like underneath, to conform. be honest, like right, right here somewhere. That's yeah. To me, that looks like some kind of mounting mechanism. Now, so, so oh. real,
1: real quick, real quick. I just, I do want to show a picture of these controllers. I, I couldn't oh. find an actual picture, so I, I know Thrill Seeker made a video um, with with them in there. So I just pulled that oh, up yeah, and fast forwarded ones, real quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So here are the supposed, maybe uh, leaked controllers for the Oculus mm, Quest Pro.
0: It's just, a, but that's just an in-game model,
1: right? Well, I don't. Oh, I don't know. I mean, no I one know. knows. No one knows oh. where this stuff came from. No one knows if it's legit or not. I mean, that is supposedly a Quest Pro back there too. But who knows, man? Uh, I, 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 I. You know, we don't know. Right. We don't know. This is just the thing. And you know, Thrill says in this video as well that you know it's it's the sources are weird. Um, you very know, very weird. So, I watched that weird. video as well. <laughs> yeah. Weird sources. So you know, take this with a huge pile of salt. <laughs> A
0: pile of salt. A pile
1: of salt. I thought yes. you were going
0: to say a huge grain of salt. Well, of course, like one, but this like is a yes. crystal of no, salt. No, take this a, with a big pile. <laughs> this is of a salt pile yes. of this granular, granular pile. salt. Right. This right. Is- <laughs> no confusion
1: <laughs> yeah. here. We have no idea what the hell this is. We have no so, idea what the hell is going right. on. Actually, right. today
0: is fucking crazy. Um, so you know, my the big thing here for me is I have been hugely lacking with have having a fucking lighthouse tracked controller with an analog stick and. A button to grab like sure is it that much but to these ask aren't going to be
1: lighthouse tracked though either and right so Cause...
0: so there's there's reason one why i don't think i'm going to love them because right. i i the f- tracking for cameras for me is just not as good as lighthouses and i don't know
2: wait so you're looking for a lighthouse tracked controller with a button to grab
0: yes and an analog stick that's all I oh, want. Wait, so, I
2: don't have the analog stick, but I have all the.
0: Yeah, I need an analog stick. Don't show me a Vive wand or some shit. Like, I don't want to <laughs> see that. Some Nolo controller. Uh, oh, oh, what is that? Oh,
1: um. Oh, is that a.
2: Button to grab. What the lighthouse hell? Lighthouse tracked.
1: Those... What? It was... Oh, are those the Vive? No. no. no is that the, the sword, sword controllers?
2: IMAX swords.
1: Oh, I've been dying to track those out. How are those? Tell me all about them immediately.
2: So. Um, I don't even remember the specifications, and I'm not re- allowed allowed to reveal them, you know? NDA and mm-hmm. stuff.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> but
2: I'm here to make a video about them, so I can tell you what I am allowed to tell you. They work really nicely. Um, There is supposedly going to be a second version of these that is probably going to be more expensive than these. I, we don't know the price yet. I wasn't even told the price. See, these have the touchpad, yeah. which I know people hate. Yes. Uh, The other version yeah. is supposed to have a joystick. Mm-hmm and full finger tracking, and a grip button. Now we're talking. So you'd have Mm -hmm. everything. That's what I want. That's what I want. And let me tell you, they track really well, and they are incredibly comfortable. But then you have this huge ring, and I don't mind it, to be honest, and it doesn't really, like, restrict your movement, but sometimes you could, you know, punch the two together. Actually, Mm -hmm. maybe not even, because I find that to be more often with the touch controllers when I play Beat Saber with these... Well, you can't really punch them together because there's no tracking ring here. It's, it's around your wrist. Mm, interesting. So, I mean, th- they've been really nice to me. Um, and just as a benefit, if I can, I don't know how difficult I've never taken this off. There it is. Replaceable batteries.
1: Oh, sweet. So when you and run and out of batteries, you don't have to and try to... And rechargeable. Yeah. Oh, oh, cool. Wait, hold on. Batteries Char- are rechargeable or there's,
0: there's, a, there's a battery inside the controller?
2: Yeah, there's a battery inside the controller that you can take out, but this is a battery that you can buy, like, a second one. So you can have two more of these on a charger, and when these die, you just replace them.
0: Damn. That yeah. is
1: amazing. But you can
2: also charge them inside the controller. It seems they thought of everything, except the That is the touch great. Bed.
1: That's great, because I'll <laughs> tell you what, man. I can't tell you how many times I've been playing VR with my, my, uh, my knuckles plugged in to USB-C oh, while yeah. <laughs> charging, and then trying to, like, I'm pulling on the wires, I'm like, No! I refuse to stop it's playing! Like, you know? <laughs> oh yeah, I know that.
2: The only negative with this specific model I have here, the one without the joystick, is it only has one button, and I don't know oh. what they were thinking, to be honest with you. Oh, like weird. It's Seriously, I haven't huh. found it to be a problem yet, But I'm sure that that is going to become a problem Uh, in the future. Oh, yeah,
1: for sure, man. Every game on the planet right now is really, really tailored to a two-button system, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I did see um, uh, the VR Gamer dude uh, posted some pictures of those as well and, uh, you know, with the touchpad control and I'm really, really looking forward to the ones with the analog sticks and seeing how oh, those yeah. review and yeah. see how they hold up too, right? Because we live in a world where controller drift with analog sticks is also a big problem. You know, I have, uh, on my uh, Quest 2, I have some drift going on, which is a total bummer. I have no and,
0: issues like that.
1: Yeah, well, I've
2: ha- I-, I have... I don't know. I think we must be protected by some.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the VR gods. I've
2: had no issues with mine either. Yeah. But I have heard so many horror stories. Seriously.
1: Yeah. Dan Kitty
2: VR is
0: here. What's up, Dan Kitty? We've got Mepper in the house. What's up, Mepper? Cruising in, catching it live. Aspen Darkfire, what up, Aspen? Aspen,
1: how you doing, buddy? Long time. Long time. And Hussein X is here, too. Yeah, how's it going, Hussein X?
0: Um, AD, we've been talking about the Pimax Sword controllers. Actually, we've been talking about controllers in general. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, in general. With these DECA moves that kind of just came out, you know, and I've basically just been expressing that uh, I just don't think these DECA moves are like the controller. Like every time I see a new controller, I'm like, is this it? is this the one? Well,
1: you know, one of the things we haven't mentioned yet is they talked about how you would no longer need to type in usernames and passwords. So I'm wondering if there's like a biosensor button on there where you, where like read your fingerprint or something like that, yeah, yeah, which could be a big deal, right? Because there's nothing worse than being in VR. You're all ready to go. And then the stupid username and password field shows up. Yeah. Pull your headset up. Go look up your credentials. Ah. You know,
2: so. But we must also remember that I'm, all, I'm pretty certain, I'm gonna have to look back into their Twitter history, but didn't they, um, didn't they tease adaptive triggers on these controllers, oh. like the PS5 controller has? Oh, I'm pretty certain know. they teased adaptive You're triggers, I'm gonna have to scroll excited. through their posts, but I'm pretty <laughs> certain they did. Uh, and let me tell you, from using this thing on a PC... Yes,
1: did. On a PC, you get some drivers that that works? On yeah, the PC, yeah. you can force it to work. Oh.
2: Yeah, which is why I have it. I don't have a PS5. Oh, okay. <laughs> I you know I got. PS4. I really
1: got a PS5 for the to try those things, and you yeah. know to boost my PSVR as well. Because I'll tell you, <laughs> when the PSVR two comes out, I think that system is going to rock the planet. Yeah. you know, I'm going to walk in, Certainly. drop the mic, and be like, "What's up now?" So,
2: I think it's going to be quite impressive. I think. I think, so I think there is going to be a certain amount of people that are going to have an issue with the wire. Yeah, sure. I think that's going to be sure. a thing and is it supposed to have external tracking? I don't remember, or is it inside out tracked supposed to be inside out tracked supposed so. to be inside out mm-hmm. tracked okay, mm-hmm. well, at least that you don't need that stupid external camera yep, and they um, have, and
1: they've, I think they have teased that in the future there might be an adapter for wireless, but you know a lot of people say that, and sometimes it doesn't happen but... yeah, <laughs> which means, you know <laughs> <what the hell laughs> <can> be, uh, <laughs> so yeah, but I have really <laughs> compared these
2: to the psvr ring you know that's what i've been doing i've been kind of comparing this to it because i mean this is the ring we can expect around the um around the psvr Mm -hmm. maybe it's gonna be smaller maybe it's gonna be larger but it's interesting to be able to see it i'm actually just scrolling through their twitter right now trying to find that post but with all the deca move posts it's Mm -hmm. (laughs) right Mm -hmm.
1: yeah yeah, well, man, I'm excited for some new controllers. I'm excited for a new headset, right? I'm I'm oh, curious yeah. to see how this company that no one's heard of is going to come out with this amazing headset. And, you know, the the one piece of technology they've given us so far, uh, the DECA Move, is, from what I hear, really cool. Actually, I have yeah. one, and I still haven't tried it. It's just sitting there. Man. I don't know I where mine is, uh, which
2: is actually slightly upsetting. It was here. But that's how most stuff goes. It's here, and then it's not.
1: Yep. Yep, it's a small device, so it can get lost very easily. Oh, yeah.
2: Do you? uh, But I can
1: tell you, it works.
2: Do you have a a PSVR? No, I actually don't. I wanted to get one, because I have this PlayStation 4 on my wall, which I was incredibly proud of for um, drilling into my wall, by the way. I was told (laughs) I'm going to fail by my mom she didn't know i succeeded what what, what's underneath it and all the damage i did to the wall doesn't matter the playstation is covering it (laughs) um but i don't uh this playstation 4 i actually got because it was broken so i fixed it up myself because i am still quite into technology but i've so since then because I, I didn't always have the PS4, I just kind of recently got it. I've been asking people, should I get the PSVR or should I wait for the PSVR 2 and kind of get the PS5 with that? People have been telling me, you know, the resolution is bad, the tracking is meh, but they're saying it's still the best headset for Beat Saber.
1: <laughs> well, that's yeah. because the wands, right? The, 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 the PlayStation moves just feel like you're holding a saber. But I will tell you this. Although the PlayStation VR has a lot of shortcomings, their exclusive titles are absolutely friggin awesome. Mm -hmm. They're so good. I mean, even to this day, right? We're not getting a lot of them, but the ones we get are freaking doozies. Like I played through Fract. Like, and when that game was over, I was so sad. Right. That game is absolutely incredible. But to play Resident Evil 7 and Blood and Truth and, like, all of these just just bangers, man. Mm-hmm. There's some solid, solid titles that on is, there. I, I completely plot, forgot about the issues, exclusives. And oh, at least they have that. that in the bag. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, right, I think they're going to make a big push to try to get these companies to go back through and... And port them to PSVR two, and then when you play oh, yeah. these games on the PSVR two, it's going to be such an even better experience. Well, so, I want to, yeah.
0: I do want to like elaborate a little bit more on a point um that the mystical just made about the cable, because I think this is going to be a conversation, like a big conversation, yeah, for sure. because the cable is something that as a PSVR user, and I guess just a VR user in general, I've learned to. Uh, deal with I guess for lack of a better way to put it Mm -hmm. Um, you know with my PC and in my room that I have my computer and all that stuff I have a pulley system so anytime I'm like gonna do anything legit or if I'm filming or something um, boom boom pulleys like handled Mm -hmm. you know but I also most of the time um, I'm like I'm so trained to face a certain direction okay because psvr is the first reason because you have to be in front of that camera yep. so you can't be like turning around and have your controllers in front of you with your back face to the camera so by playing like 500 hours of or, or more of psvr i like learn to plant my feet and like basically face one direction even when i have the option in vr mm-hmm. you know um mm-hmm. and then the other thing is that i'm constantly filming stuff so when i'm playing games i need to be facing a camera not like turning around and like turning yep. my back to the camera all the time. <laughs> I know so that. i'm always facing the camera as well when i'm Filming, So that has translated into most of my VR gaming. And unless I'm doing something like Echo Arena that like really encourages you to turn around, I'm probably going to use the thumbsticks to spin. That's just the way I have learned how to do all of Mm -hmm. this. And with the PSVR, I had like like a ritual of like getting in front of the cable, like having it, you know, (laughs) like go behind my legs. And in fact, when I played Beat Saber, because I was going so fucking hard, I would unplug the PSVR, run the cable through my shirt, Down out the bottom of my pants and then into the fucking PlayStation. (laughs) So that way there's no cord hanging and it's all. That's a life hack right there. Wow. Yeah. 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 So anyway, here's the, here's what I'm getting at. That's a fucking lot of stupid bullshit. You yeah, know?
1: it is, and and there's also the link box, so you don't have just one cable. You have you have a uh, two sets of cables. I mean, it's kind of they're kind of together, but then they break out, and you go into the breakup box. Then you get to go from you know from the PlayStation to the breakup box, the breakup box right. to the PlayStation, to the TV, and oh my God, what a pain in the ass! So
0: anyone who's used wireless VR, especially mm-hmm. room scale, like arena right. scale, especially wireless VR, yeah. like anyone who sure. has been embodied in VR. Knows that that is where this is going. Yeah. They know that that's the future. They know that that is inevitable. And there's, it's, it's, there's a huge pain point with that cable because so many people, even though everything else will be next gen, that will keep it from being like hailed, right? Like as like mm-hmm. the, yeah. the saving grace, like the thing that we've truly needed. Because well, it's good, but it ain't wireless, you know. And that's going to sure. be a big problem, I think.
1: Sure, I and mean, no, you know. I,
0: I certainly agree
1: yeah and i'm hoping they do make good with this wireless adapter rumor that would be great um you know it is kind of nice that it's one cable one usb-c cable that goes right into the front of the playstation it's nice but, that know. it's
2: one cable but i've learned like my my daily my main is the Pimax 8kx that thing is obviously wired um while i don't really mind the wire Well, it's because, I mean, look at the size of my room. (laughs) So, I mean, I can't really move around that much here either. Plus, I do also have a pulley system, so that moves the wire out of my Mm -hmm. way. But the big problem for me with the wire isn't actually it getting in the way. It's the restriction it gives me. You You can only have a certain amount of wire. And when we start getting a larger play space, unless you're using a VR treadmill, of course... Uh, mm. you're going to want to run around like i played sure. vr on the beach i played vr at the airport i played vr in a bunch of really weird places where i was able to run around and that freedom seriously hits immersion well for me anyway
1: well here's here's a question do you think that sony wants that restriction because this is a console um vr system right this is supposed to be played in the living room you know it's a it's just you know it's for a console so do they want to tether you to keep you in one spot as opposed to you running into a window or running down some stairs and falling down and like you know do you you feel like maybe maybe it's maybe it was a choice that is a possibility Mm. but you know with the power of the playstation
2: 5 being pretty much as powerful as a pc to be honest with you yeah I feel like Sony is heading towards the point where you're going to be using their system, you're going to be using their apps, you're going to get all the benefits of it being a Sony console, but it is slowly turning into a super powerful, really decently priced computer. Right. I I feel like we're getting there. Eventually, Sony might even add a desktop. Who knows? Their own, you know, they've already got their own OS. Right.
1: Yeah, well, you know, in the, I remember on the PS3, I uh, dual booted my, my PlayStation 3 into Linux, um, and that was oh, a great yeah. thing. Oh, yeah, I that remember that before yeah. they locked
2: it out, or, yeah. or did you manage to do it after?
1: No, 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 I did it before, like, right when they were like, hey, guess what you can do? I was like, hell yeah, because at that time, I was right. a Linux administrator, and I was like, yeah, let's do this, right? But, like, you know, let's be honest, I didn't use it very much. You know, I, yeah, I had yeah. Linux machines kicking around, and I worked in Linux, so it was kind of a it's kind of a thing. But it was a nice it was a nice option to have because you could use certainly. it as a full blown desktop on your computer. I mean, on your on your TV, which was great. But uh, but yeah, so this will yeah, be interesting. Certainly, certainly, yeah. Yep, also, I... uh,
2: I'm going to send you guys. I found the Twitter link. I'm sending it to you right now. Okay, where they teased adaptive triggers, where DecaGear oh. teased adaptive triggers. All right, pull that so, up.
0: let's see it.
1: Well, if so, I, so, so if I I did if,
2: remember correctly, if I go over to I grab that, I think that's that, something oh,
0: we can look forward to. I'm
1: going to lose, lose your video feed.
0: We don't need to see him. Well, all right, let's, guy.
1: let's turn him off for a second and let me go grab that. Hold on a moment. Yeah. The mystical, just a moment. <laughs> Hold
0: on, if I'd like to see this tweet where, <laughs> uh, where Move is saying that they've got adaptive triggers coming because that is like
1: exciting. That is the shit that everyone
0: is talking about with the PS five. You know, they're like, yeah, the graphics are good,
1: but (laughs) you know, like it's like,
0: that's what everyone that's like the, the main topic of conversation when people talk about the PS five. Yes.
1: Okay. So here we go. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Firing that machine gun and having that trigger bounce back and forth. Now, for anyone that ha- hasn't experienced this on a PlayStation Five, it is truly a magical thing when you feel the oh, kick yeah. of the gun through your trigger. It's really more, uh, just more immersive than I could have ever imagined, and that's on a flat screen. When we have this in virtual reality, and this is one of the reasons I'm so excited for the PSVR2. But when we when we are able to feel that kick of the trigger, and you're really going to feel like you're holding that gun, and it is going to be just really really Absolutely. cool. So I'm super stoked about this for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: For me like, it was like you
2: really don't see how immersive it is until you try it. Right. You kind of look at it and you're like, "Oh yeah, a gimmick." It's 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 according to me more than a gimmick. Oh, hell ride. yeah.
0: There's like pressure thresholds on the on the on the triggers that like blow my mind like that's the thing that like, oh like yeah. working on hydraulics yeah it's crazy it's like, there's like a, a lot of resistance at the beginning and then you click through and then there's less yeah. resistance after you get through it depending
1: on the experience it's, and depending right. on what you're doing right. they so change that dynamically yeah. it's insane
0: it's really awesome
1: yeah now astrobot uh, really showed a whole lot of different ways to to that that developers can use that type of adaptive trigger to have all kinds of different experiences to feel like you're firing a bow and arrow or or working some kind of a spring mechanism or like there's just like so many, many an apple, cool things. you know like yeah. you
0: could like feel it like crunching you know like like the, the yeah. layers of something and you we know? know
1: we know how absolutely incredibly immer- immersive um haptics are in virtual reality yeah, i was about
2: to ask you, know? you like do you think haptics are half the story because i personally do good haptics according oh, yeah. to me are are insane it's if, it's if implemented correctly it's it huge. can be incredible
1: yeah i hope alex feels that way working for behaptics <laughs> yeah
0: absolutely <laughs> i absolutely do i mean i uh you know there are i'm i'm not, how do i say this um i would say that the Haptics community is as passionate and uses their shit as much as i do you know like yeah. oh I yeah work, certainly i work for hanging but, right
2: behind me there it's It's amazing,
0: it is awesome, mm-hmm. you know, and uh there are a lot of like obvious use cases for haptics, you know, like the ones we're talking about right now, pulling a trigger, having a gunfire in your hands, mm-hmm. being shot, getting slashed with something or, or or an impact of some kind, you know like those are mm-hmm. all very, very obvious uh uses of haptics, but I think as we have more of these like sensitive um tools at our disposal, I'm really hoping that developers get creative Mm -hmm. because certainly I looked at Nintendo dude and I've said this on the show before, but if you have a Nintendo switch fire up any, any first party Nintendo game, right? Mm -hmm. Like fire up like Mario odyssey and pay attention to how and where your fucking hands are feeling the vibrations Mm -hmm. and it is everywhere. They have haptics yep. in like your menu selection, uh, the the, the screens swapping over, um, you know the, the this that like every little tiny like there's like little bumps, little little bump, just like little, the tiniest most subtle things. And those little the bumps,
2: they you don't notice them, yep. but they're there, yep. and they're what makes the experience a whole.
0: Here's Even my... if you don't notice them at first. Here's That's uh, what like you're 100% right the mystical. You <laughs> <just gonna> to call <laughs> you the mystical. You're 100% right the mystical and it's in you know this is like I give this advice to to new uh, haptics owners and no one ever takes it because they don't imagine why I could be right when I say this. But ev- the first thing everybody wants to do is take their vest and crank the intensity up to 400. That is like the mm-hmm. first thing mm-hmm. anyone fucking does when they get a haptics vest. They're like, "Let's go. <laughs> and they like want to just jam this thing and the reality of it is what we're talking about if you can actually make those bumps more subtle and more implied and less like real and just like the vibration just shaking yeah. you it your brain takes that and just like it's like having like a it turns nice it into reality meal. it's like mm, oh yeah it's yeah. like
2: someone mm-hmm. touching you in VR chat like rubbing their yes. hand against you you know it's like that kind of thing
0: it needs it's... to be subtle It needs to be soft. It it needs to be subtle,
2: yeah. Yeah. As nice as those really hardcore vibrations are to have that option to have them there, that's more like nuclear explosion type stuff. Totally, right. Well,
1: you know, when when you have a grenade go off in VR, obviously you want to feel that hit really hard. But if someone touches you, you don't want to don't feel like yeah, it's not a like... grenade was in their hand. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like it doesn't make sense. So so your brain will unconnect from the experience if it's too much. And and I I hope Z-Storm Gaming is in the is in the chat here because he's Mr. 400 percent all the time with everything, right? right, right. With, with this haptic stuff. But like I'll tell you, man, some of the most um mind blowing experiences I've had with B haptics equipment is um it's like little things like hugging my friends and neos or something like that and you feel that little bit of 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 of, uh, you know the the vest showing you that you're being touched by another person Mm -hmm. like it's crazy you you see the avatar you feel the avatar it's it's absolutely nuts yeah and to have like and and obviously as well like in half-life alex when you're getting healed um, in in healing in a lot of different games, but being healed with haptics is absolutely crazy because it feels just like I would have imagined as a kid. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah, and you know those are like those are some of the more fun and like more creative to my earlier yeah. point kind of opportunities, right? Because you have to kind of design what it would feel like on a on a haptic vest to get healed to like Mm -hmm. to have health points restored, you know? And it really makes you think. It does. Mm -hmm. And you know, again, these are all very, in my opinion, more obvious use cases for haptics. You know, it's like you get hit. You hit something. You know, something's interacting with you. But um the developer of um Guardians just did a nice fleshed out native B haptics integration. And I didn't even include this as an opt. I'm like very hands-on with these integrations at this point. And I didn't even like include this as a suggestion. This is something that the developer did. He took the tactile, which is the face Mm -hmm. one. And you typically will feel getting punched or maybe headshots or explosions here but he ended up using this to convey the information of when my base was taking damage. So when my base took damage, I started getting the vibrations up here and that added a huge sense of urgency and gave me some insanely vital information that I was not privy to. I'm like blasting bugs and I don't realize that my base is getting beat on back there. And then I start feeling it here and it's like alert alert. And I'm like, Oh shit. So that gave me info that I didn't have. I wasn't getting shot in the head for the vibration was something else that was making that happen, but it was a creative way to use the tactile and give me information and kind of like use haptics to deliver something a little bit different other than just like this typical, what you would expect kind of scenario.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's, those are definitely the, the ways I kind of want to see it used as well. You know, the, the less obvious ways that's proximity, that's the correct is way
0: to do it. Someone I, I'm, I, I could think about this stuff all the time, of course. And I, I like someone take this. Okay, here you go. Here's a free one for you. I imagine uh, a game like a VR game, possibly uh, of course, a VR game where um, maybe like you're blind, right? And like you have to use the haptics of the vest to determine your proximity to stuff. So like-
1: Oh man, you should totally go after the game blind.
0: Right? Yeah, sure something like yeah. that, you know, yeah, it like, worked ma- very well. maybe once you figure out where something is, you can illuminate it and then you can actually see it in the headset or something. Mm-hmm. But like proximity would be something that would be really cool. Like as you get closer, you start to feel the presence of it more, you know, and it like starts to throw something very gently. And as you get closer to it, it gets stronger and you can use that information to move around. And there's just a lot of um, outside the box ways that I um, am excited to see developers uh, introduce some of this stuff. mm
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, man, haptics are awesome. Haptics are so oh, yeah. great, and and you know, I, it just gives me another reason to look forward to these new DECA controllers. If they're going to have adaptive triggers, I mean, that's amazing. That's so cool. Oh I, yeah, this is the way we're going. I mean, and I, anyone that doesn't implement adaptive triggers from this point on, since PlayStation showed how amazing it is, yeah, is doing it wrong. So. Certainly, we'll certainly happens.
2: agree there. If Valve makes that new headset and they don't have adaptive triggers, I'm sorry, but... Right. <laughs> I'm gonna have to, like, steal the PSVR 2 controllers and use those with that headset. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, or, or the DECA controllers, actually. You yeah. know what? They're Steam yeah. VR made, so...
0: So yeah. speaking of Steam... There's also uh, a bunch of tweets that kind of caught some traction today. Of um, of, I actually saw a couple different ones. I saw one. Uh, I think it might have been some sadly as Bradley footage of some VR running on a Steam Deck, mm-hmm. and they're in Steam yeah, Home and too. they're moving the headset around, and it fucking looks pretty damn good. And I also saw a tweet from uh, Denny uh, from Cl- Cloudhead Games, the developers of. um yeah. So here's that tweet, wit.
1: really quick, uh, with with um, Steam VR Home. Uh, running on the steam deck, um, and then yeah we can we can kind of move over to the one of Denny now we have to we have to you know uh, let people know right now that this uh, this these are developer units um, you can't just go plug this in and just have it work there's also some caveats here right like like Denny says in this video, there is no display actually being shown on the VR headset so the the headset's blacked out but this is this is this is the first Of this, right? Yeah. We're going to, they're going to work this out. This is why I wanted you to
0: pull up Denny's because, you know, it's easy to just like show a clip of this working and like, holy fuck, hype, hype, hype. But it is great to have a developer come on and be like, hey, you know, here's the situation for realsies. You know, let's not get too excited. For the record, this is cool, but, you know, it's not like you can go pick up a Steam Deck and jump into Pistol Whip tomorrow. Right. Exactly.
1: Exactly. It's showing the potential that this could work now please keep in mind that your frame rate is is this thing isn't going to be able to hold the frame rate especially with an index right If you think you're going to get 144 frames a second out of half-life alex on a stream on a steam deck you're out of your mind so just saying (laughs) (laughs) but it would be nice though it would be it would be and you know this this is this is the beginning of something special because what we see here is that the hardware here is capable of of running these ex- these experiences which means when they put this hardware into a standalone valve headset we are going to get some great experiences they won't be pcvr experiences they might be close with some games like pistol whip but it's going to be you're going to be able to run games like the quest 2 does no problem probably a lot better games with a lot higher fidelity um since it's going to be um an x86 based um system so right so let me ask this because right now, you know, the way that this thing looks, it's it, like,
0: let's say that this is the way that they intended this to be worked. Okay. Let's just mm-hmm. hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Um, you buy a Steam Deck. It can run VR. You take your Quest with you. You put the Steam Deck in like your pocket. This is like a, this is like a PC backpack computer turned into like the size Except of a Nintendo Switch. Yeah,
2: miniaturization of right. technology, essentially.
0: Right, so, you know, right now, like, everyone's into this whole, like, all-in-one shit, right? Like, the quest. All-in-one, all, all in one, everything's built-in, blah, blah, blah. Honestly, and I've said this before, and I don't know, I'm, I think this must be an unpopular opinion, but I was, like, borderline most impressed buy those hawaii glasses than anything else that i saw at ces last year or two years ago oh uh, yeah you know like yeah and it was a pair of glasses that were running vr it was three dot vr but they could add six off if they need to oh yeah um, well, they, well and
1: they did and they they had the the plug-in uh by nolo that yeah. made them six off
0: um but i don't know if they were running that that was a different thing uh, i'm talking about at, gotcha. the, at the um at the booth Oh, the white ones the pico booth
1: The Pico, Pico yes, the Pico glasses, yes. And they Mm -hmm. were
0: plugged into an iPhone. And I have no, (laughs) I already have a phone in my pocket. I have no fucking problem putting a phone in my pocket and then putting a headset on, you know, or putting a Nintendo Switch, like, in a small bag on my back. And that's not a backpack. It's so much smaller. Like, you could add, like, a satchel that, like, adds Mm. this computer that runs your headset. So I guess the question then is, do you guys see maybe this, like, potential, like, weird, like, off branch of um, standalone VR that's not entirely in one device. Maybe you have like the computer, put that in your pocket and then well, the display. I, here. I,
1: I think we're about to see that with Apple. You know, they said uh, that that to run anything with any oomph, you're going to have to connect it to your to your iPhone or your well, iPad Pro. But the
0: Quest has the phone right. in sure. the headset, Sure, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing, I'm, I'm, what I'm talking about is, you know, I guess what you're talking about, right? right. Taking that phone out of it having just a display and then you carry this around or put Mm -hmm. it in your bag or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You could do that. But you know, I, I, one of the big, the biggest problem at this moment is thermals, right? You can't cool a phone. You know, I, I used to have a daydream and I used it a lot just to look at three sixty photos, right? Daydream was, uh, was Google's, um, uh, uh, like the thing you stuck Better the version phone of in. right exactly it was a nicer version of cardboard and you put your pixel phone in there or you know whatever android was supported and uh and it did some cool vr experiences but i'll tell you what man it like overheated in like five minutes mm. and then it would shut really? down yeah like it just overheated so fast you know five ten minutes huh. and, and you're kind of done and and it wasn't uh you know there's just issues. There's no active cooling in cell phones. Everything is, is, is just, you know, the heat is dispersed with heat sinks and, um, and there's no way to blow it out of the phone. So, so you could never really have a phone in your pocket really at this point in time but what about the switch
0: the, like a switch just throw the switch a has fan active in cooling it. yeah Boom. absolutely
1: and that's what they did with the quest too right they were able to really get um a lot more out of that chip by putting a fan in there and if you've seen some of the even downs, the fan is pretty it's wicked bad. weak it is <laughs> super weak yeah but it just goes to show that if we any could disbursement... that right right and it just goes to show that any disbursement of heat is good to remove that heat and get it out of there um, for the for the next heat wave that's coming through is really critical and crucial to running any good experiences. At least at least right now. Yeah. What you are know? you thinking, Mystical?
2: Like I think right now with the quest, they had constraints they wanted to work with. You know, especially size constraints. Um, I feel like because from from what we know, they've underclocked that XR2 in there. Mm-hmm. Um they could have actually pulled much more out of it if they had added better cooling. But they probably didn't want that extra cooling because that would make the headset more bulky, and then they wouldn't be able to say that it's however much percent lighter, however much percent smaller. And they needed to do that in order to surpass the Quest 1. Or else they'd be saying, oh, it's actually larger, oh, it's actually heavier. Mm -hmm. People would be kind of more towards it being smaller and lighter than that extra little bit of performance even though i myself would have actually preferred the performance
1: ditto absolutely ditto but it it goes to show man you know thermals are everything right now you know they could definitely put a huge fan in there or you know somehow water cool that thing you know like like thrill tried to do which was a thrill thrill did Thrill did.
2: but the problem with what
1: thrill did is
2: he he over, um, he did water cool it and he did a great job to be honest with you that video was great <laughs> it was pretty but funny. um but because we have no root access on the quest he didn't get any new right. performance and right. i mean i knew that because what i actually mm-hmm. did and i was saying this on a live stream a little while back is i did a little experiment of my own i've got an old water cooler from my pc and i just sellotaped it onto the front of the quest not taking it apart or anything like that <laughs> i know no direct cooling <laughs> but with a thermal gun you could see it was cooler but no performance changes sure my method is a lot worse than thrills but from that i could kind of establish that he wasn't really going to get any performance gain because he that that cpu in there is being locked up by facebook it can't do any more than it is currently doing even if you cool it better right it's being held back by software
1: yeah, The software exactly. is telling it, no, you cannot run at this clock speed. You need to stop yeah. right here. Right.
2: Because the software isn't... Like, the software doesn't think anyone has got a water cooler. I mean, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't think Oculus went into the headset being like, yeah, you can DIY this, it's fine. Right. And right. I know that if we had better cooling and root access, we would be able to overclock it. All my phones are rooted. I love messing around with root access. And this thing is overclocked. Like... With nice. better cooling, nice. you can overclock those chips, and you can get so much more you know, out of these devices And, and
1: what a segue Fun. to um to kind of pop over to speaking of root access, um, John Carmack um, just recently tweeted that they would be um they would be distributing an unlocked OS build from the oculus Go headset uh, with full oh. root access. So this is really, really interesting news, right? It it especially shocked me because I actually see that one. Yeah, so that's amazing. So this is a tweet tweet directly from John Carmack, and and I'm surprised, right? Because you would think Facebook would be like, no, period, yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. But uh, you know, I guess John's got some pull. The man is a freaking genius, and uh, you know, I guess he has. uh, He's got some pull at the company, so this is great. I think we're going to see a lot of cool things come from this. It'll be uh, he goes on to say. It goes on
0: to say here, uh, this opens up the ability to repurpose the hardware for more things today and means that a randomly discovered shrink-wrapped headset 20 years from now will be able to update to the final software version long after the -the over-the-air update servers have been shut down.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, cool. it's essentially why I unlock the bootloader on all my phones. When the company stops um, supporting it, I have a custom ROM. I mean, I have a custom ROM on this one. This is actually the OnePlus 8 Pro, so this isn't exactly an old oh, phone. It's the same phone. But I have. I have a custom ROM on this to get rid of the crap that OnePlus put on it to increase my battery life, to to do stuff like that. It's amazing how much you can do when you have that access. It makes you wonder if they gave us access to the to to the Go Now because it's a little bit older will they do the same for the quest 1 in a few years time because if they do we well, might
1: get that 90 hertz on it possibly but that quest 1 is running a derivative of the operating system that is running the quest 2 right so if they unlock the quest 1 they get a, it's a very delicate line to walk right because if you give someone too much access to your clo- one one piece of your closed software all of a sudden they're breaking open what they are really trying to protect right cuz everyone oh, yeah. wants to root the quest Everyone wants to read that thing.
2: They could do it in a way where they only unlock the bootloader on the Quest 1. They they don't necessarily give you the software, you Mm -hmm. know? Because that way people couldn't mess around with the software. They couldn't find bugs in it and attack the Quest 2. They could just unlock the bootloader and allow the people to work on the Quest 1. That is assuming that the hardware inside the Quest 1 is completely different to the hardware inside the Quest 2. Because if it's if it's the same in some ways then I can see why they might not want to do that. Wow. But if it is completely different, you
0: know, Carmack then... wants it to go the way, you know. Carmack is I I don't know, man. Like some people give Carmack a hard time because he is like in bed with Facebook, but I I truly yeah. feel like he's one of us, you know. I feel like he is legit. You know? He is, and
1: I think I think it's unfortunate that he was he became a little brainwashed by the Facebook you know machine. It's, I don't saying, know. I
0: don't think he did. I don't think he was brainwashed though. Like I guess that's what I'm getting at. It's like I feel like he has like he's in there and like he's in bed with them and he's like like speaks up a little bit at the table. He's like, hey, wait a second, but the users, you know, and they're like, shut up, John Carmack, and he's like, um, <laughs> you
2: know? there was something there. I don't. I don't remember exactly what it was. I'm gonna need to fire up the the news sites here. Upload VR Road to VR because I, like, don't remember exactly. But wasn't he taking over, at some point? Like, isn't he supposed to take over? No, so so same? so
1: unfortunately. Oh no, Andrew Bosworth is taking Bos-was over as <laughs> <over. I'm laughs> <a> CTO <laughs> in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I I am not the biggest fan of this guy. Um because I, I feel like he is very much a part of this machine, this full-blown quest machine. He does not have our best interests in mind. He doesn't care about our children or any of our stuff. He wants our data, and he doesn't give a crap how he's going to get it because that is what's truly yeah, valuable. I, I
2: got the names wrong. So. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So, There's but, you a know,
0: difference between
2: those two names.
1: There very much is because the brain inside of Bosworth is not the brain inside of John Carmack.
0: And I mean, I you know, I honestly, I don't know what happens at Facebook, right? I don't know the inner workings. I don't know the conversations that Zuckerberg is having with Andrew Bosworth and, and the ones that that Carmack overhears and tries to influence. Like, I don't know any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. All I know is what I see, and and I can just go yeah. off of the vibes, right? And I watch Carmack, and I'm like, I fucking see you, dog. And he does these unscripted talks for Oculus Connect. He's like, Yo. I'm Carmack. Anyway, here's the fucking real deal, and gives it to <laughs> you, gives it to you straight. You know, I love him, and yeah. then then Boz goes on on uh, on Instagram or Twitter, and he's like smirking at the camera and, and being all fucking him. cute and <laughs> shit. And like, I don't get the vibe that I'm being no. kept real with. At, with You're him. not, you know, like I don't You're get not. the vibe that like that's my homie. You know, yeah. but when I see Carmack talking, I'm like, "That's my fucking homie right there." Yeah,
1: and he's been around since like... the beginning. He's he was the he was the man that came up with Doom and Quake and all of these amazing things and made gaming what it is today. So, so I have mad respect for John Carmack. I do not have any respect <laughs> for Bosworth. So,
2: anyway. I feel like when Bosworth goes on to these AMAs and stuff, he'll do. He'll try to throw you off almost from time to time. He'll try to give these leaks that aren't really leaks or, or winks in a direction yeah. to kind of hype up the product. Yeah. But then there's not actually something there to hype
1: up, you know? Why is it? Why is it that they are allowed to have stuff that we can't see when we are being seen by everything that they do? All of our movements, the cameras on the headsets, they Mm. see everything, they hear everything. Why can't we go into their their meeting rooms and be like, hmm, let's listen in and see what these guys have? It's a little bit freaking hypocritical if you ask me. But, anyways, I'm not going to get into a Facebook rant or I'm going to end up flipping (laughs) the table. (laughs) I'll just say that. For me, the tipping point with
0: Boz, cause like, you know, he's he comes onto the scene, he starts being Mr. Oculus or whatever, and like yeah. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. I don't know who who he is or anything like that, you know. For me, the tipping point was when they introduced the ads to Blast on and then he jumps on like uh Twitter or some shit and he's like, You guys won't hate it as much as as you think you will, you know. Don't, oh, I remember, you, that. You, you won't I remember hate, that like you won't hate it as much as you think. And it's like and then Who are you to tell me yeah. what I'm going to fucking yeah, right. like and not and, like?
1: And then they review bombed the game, unfortunately. Please never do that, people. That is very yeah, no, not no, that's, good. that's right? not good. But then no. he came on and he's like, well, you guys, that was very immature, you people. That was blah, blah, blah. It's like, shut up, dude. What are you, my dad? Get the hell out of here. Beat it. Scram. Yeah, it, it, was, it was that specific yeah. comment. The, you guys
0: won't hate it as much as you think you will. It's like, it's like okay, so you know we're going to hate it. And you're basically just like
1: yeah. telling us to fucking deal care. with it. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. He doesn't care about you, he doesn't care about the consumer, yep. he cares about the data, and that's it.
0: Yep, yep, yep. So anyway, who knows what the fuck's going to happen, whatever. We're just going to keep being obedient little bitches buying fucking Oculuses yeah. and surrendering <laughs> our data and just taking it up the ass. Oh,
1: man, like we need some <laughs> competition. Please give us some competition yeah. out there, people. Come I on, agree Malve. with that. We
0: absolutely
2: need competition.
1: Yeah, yeah there's, there, the, and there is a lot coming. There is a lot coming. I'm yeah. always seeing, you know, leaks for new headsets and, and, and companies out there that are, you know, some of the competition is no better than Facebook, you know, like, like Byte Dance that bought Pico, which is, which is a damn shame. You know, they're known for discrimination and racism and, and all of these yeah. terrible, terrible things. But, uh. You know, but there are other companies that have better ethical stances that are in the pipeline, mm-hmm. and it's just taking some time. You know, Facebook had the jump on all of this. Uh, they they saw. You know, you got to give that to Zuckerberg that he put on um, a CV one, and he was like, "Oh my God,
0: uh, totally, holy!" Yeah. Co- or not even yeah. a CV
1: one. He put on the dev kit, a, a dev kit one, and it was like, "Oh, this is it. This is it. I yeah. am changing everything in my company because this is it." So he knew. You know, unfortunately, he's like, I'm going to extort the hell out of this, which that part's a bummer. Right. But, you know, he did see the future. So the quest
0: is on sale. Well, mm-hmm, kind of. Yes, it is. It's not really on sale. Kind of. <laughs> if you buy two of mm-hmm. them, it's on sale. Yes. You can basically get two quests for 50 bucks less a piece. You save yes. $100 if you buy two. It is a good quests. deal. Sure. Is. Yes. There's, there's no denying
2: the fact that that is a good deal. And, you know, I, I, I did tell people that it was a good deal, you know, I I made a video and I I talked about it. And people tend to ask me, you know, why I, um, why I, quote-unquote, shill for Facebook, you know? Um, well, first of all, I'm not shilling for anything because I'm not getting any money. And second (laughs) of all, well, I talk so much shit on Facebook, I highly doubt they're ever gonna want anything to do with me. (laughs) But, the thing is, to me, there's a difference in me buying this headset and promoting it because it's it's, it's a very good headset. It is mm-hmm. that's what Cannot it is. It's, lie a, about very that. Yeah, it is. it's a very good headset at a very good price. Yep. And if you say otherwise, then you're you're lying to yourself. Yep. yep. You know it's true. Um, but I hate the fact that Facebook is part of it. Yep. But this is all we got. Until there is competition, this is literally all we have. Yep. You know. Yeah.
0: So I saw maybe so, make a post about this um, this uh, this sale. Mm-hmm. Right, and he said, "Why is Facebook doing this?" Right, that was his question. He's like, "Why? Why are they doing this sale?" This and is a really good question. It is a good sale or a good question. And it really is. I thought I thought about the answer to it, and I've noticed that in many, many, many times in my life, when something that I desired went on sale at the price that I wanted to buy it at,
2: a new one was about a to come new out.
0: one was about to come out. Like, mm-hmm. a month yeah. fucking later. Mm-hmm. And it was yeah. going to be at such a comparable price that it's going to borderline make me wish I waited. Sure. I think Absolutely. that's what's happening here.
1: There's, there's one other thing, too. I, you know, I, I do want to say that when you go into VR, what do you want? You want to be like, Dude! Dude, hop in here. We're going to do this shit together because if there's one thing that makes any ex- experience better, it's doing it with your friend. Yeah. So I feel like yeah. you are more apt to hop into a quest and play some things and really spend more time in there if you have a friend that also has a quest. So so giving, giving the deal of, of two of these things at a discounted price is also a really good plus for them I believe yes. but but yes I do believe it's because you know we do have yeah. a quest pro right Press, around the corner pro 2 is so, so do you
2: up. guys think that we are going to get an announcement or a release or something like that for the quest pro during oculus connect I do
1: oh absolutely yeah absolutely yeah yeah
2: I do there's been I see we're much... all in agreement there yeah. because yes. I certainly think so as well I we've had so many quote-unquote leaks in the software we've had yeah. so much and now this sale and I do agree with you usually when there's a sale it means they're trying to almost get rid of the items, mm-hmm. but would we also agree on the fact that if there is a Quest Pro, are they not going to be selling it next to the Quest 2? Oh, of you course, know, yeah, I think so. They're going to discontinue the Quest 2. Mm-hmm.
1: So, like, what price would you be thinking for the Quest Pro? that's a pretty good question that is a good question man you know because because according to the things that it has i mean these are going to be a little bit pricey components but at the same time these components are going to offer facebook very critical crucial data to what they want to know so this so so i think we will have a price increase of you know uh of of you know a a little bit but but they're gonna want they're absolutely going to to subsidize this because that Mm -hmm. data will be more invaluable than anything else they've ever been able to collect because of eye tracking and face tracking being Mm. able to see reactions when you look at something seeing how you feel about it you know there's a lot of things that they're going to be able to really get out of this um so so it's interesting i i feel like um what if the what if they
0: come out with two models, right? Just like they have now. Well, I guess technically there's like really one model to get now. <laughs> like, I don't know the one twenty eighth the one. Well, <laughs> that's what you should get. If huh? You're wondering which question. <laughs> well, what, what, with the two fifty six,
1: what's that's, that's what I want.
0: It's not worth it. If, if you get one hundred twenty eight for. Just a hundred bucks for the extra gigs, dude.
1: I get two hundred and fifty-six gigs, and I'm and I'm always having to uninstall things. Well, for
0: me and you, but for yeah. the random random person, one twenty-eight is the okay. way to go. Yeah, That's, I would never tell anybody yeah. to get a two fifty-six. Mm. Pointless unless you're making videos. Or yeah,
2: something. I got yeah. the two fifty-six only because I knew I was going to be, you know, constantly recording Recorded. content and stuff like that mm-hmm. on it. That but is now a... the one twenty-eight is definitely the sweet spot. Yes. I think sixty-four wasn't enough. I think 128 is the sweet spot. Me too.
0: So, what if they come out with the press the Quest Pro at the same um they come out with the lower version Quest Pro at the same price as like the 256 Quest, you know? So, so that way you get less storage, increased performance, and then the 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 extra extra expensive one will have the storage and the then that's where they get their like price increase on the on the on the headset. Yeah. You know, they, that's when they charge like 500 bucks or whatever
2: that yeah. could be a possibility mm-hmm. and i kind of see them doing that but then it would almost be an obvious choice to go for the pro model then to be honest which is what they want because if that data yeah. is valuable
0: then they need to create a situation where it's like uh oh, no this is definitely the one to get yeah and if that's yeah. what they're planning on doing then why not run a sale on the quest that we've got get these fuckers out there and give all these people something to upgrade to um when mm-hmm. it comes out too
1: Absolutely, it'll be interesting to see that price point because you know if they could put it out for the price of the two fifty six gig model, that would be incredible. Four ninety nine for the Pro, that would be sick, right? I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, I I I feel like, man, it's so it's so hard to say because eye tracking is expensive right now, and Mm -hmm. and you know people are having a hard time getting it into headsets because Toby wants like two hundred bucks for the module by itself, right? So it's it's interesting. They would have had to have uh, a what's happening here there was a, a <laughs> there's a super
0: chat that we missed we missed the super chat i can see it there on uh on the on the on a console oh traveling man gave us a super chat do you see on in the on the left
1: there underneath our video oh yeah oh traveling oh that was 14 days ago
0: 14 days ago yeah
1: that's what it says 14 days oh, ago. oh shit it right there well fuck you traveling well, thank- man <laughs> <laughs> just kidding dude we love you <laughs> Oh God! Well, thank you anyway, traveling man. Yeah, I we just do I, really, I really love you. I didn't you, want to thank miss you. a super chat. That no, that's so sad. that's awesome. Good, thanks for for for, for noticing that all the way across wrong. uh here and to our control panel on the other side of the ship's room over there. Thank yeah. you. I'm here to notice yes.
0: inaccurate things. Okay, I'm here
1: for. <laughs> well, it was accurate that there was one 14 days it ago. It was two weeks ago. Fuck yeah. yeah. So anyway. <laughs> anyway, it will be interesting to see how they pull this off. Have they developed their own eye tracking where, they are, where they're able to, um, or have they bought some technology? You know, a while ago, we heard about NVIDIA coming out with, with some um, uh, like diode-based uh, cheap eye tracking that was extremely accurate that didn't actually use cameras. That. It just used LEDs uh, somehow to track your eyes. So, so it'll be interesting to see um, what Facebook has come up with here. To make this possible, uh, because we know yeah. they want that sweet, sweet data. Mm-hmm.
2: And I've all, I've read a lot of articles about how much data eye tracking can actually give you, and how you know it's used in marketing nowadays. It's actually scary, to be honest it's with very you, scary. because the data they're getting now—if you thought this was scary—oh, oh, what they're gonna be getting next is mm-hmm. they'll know everything about you, yeah. everything. absolutely everything. Yep
0: yeah we well, talk about yeah. it often and we try not to uh make this like a broken record podcast
1: you know because yeah, we yeah. have even though i keep breaking that record because yes, i did. really feel like if there's one <laughs> new fuck, person I broke it now. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one new person that pops in here i i never want anyone to say well, you know, you promoted this. Why Why? Why? hadn't you tell me the truth? I want to make sure that truth is out there. And right. then you make your own decision. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you know, oh, yeah. that's that's the biggest part of this is to know. And then maybe you buy the stuff. But at the same time, oh, we just did get another super What's chat up, here. What's up, Paul? So, thank you. Thank you so much. Ooh, thank hey. you, Paul. Appreciate it. Um, we love you guys. Thank you for all the support you give us. But um, The VR realm.
0: Check out the VR realm on YouTube. He's one of the assholes. I mean, VR souls
1: (laughs) and the VR souls actually just hung up their hats. Oh, did they? They did the other day. Yeah, they did. But, uh, but the VR realm has some stuff in the works. Well, I was chatting with him yesterday.
0: Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. And I, I've always loved that name. And I, like it took me like weeks to figure out that that actually is the play on words. Like, the assholes is like what they meant that to sound oh, like. It's like VR souls. Like yeah. arseholes, cause yeah. especially because they're over there and everybody over there on the other side of that VR ocean. It's yeah. an R when they say arse for some reason. <laughs> um, this is true. I, th- I always thought that was hilarious. <laughs> uh, and I love that group of dudes. I'm excited to see yeah. what they uh, do next. Absolutely. Me too,
1: man. And I, I really, you know, I just, just to reiterate what I was saying, you know, if you don't agree with the data collection, you can still get the headsets, you can still enjoy this, but just speak up. Right. Speak up and just let the companies know that you don't approve of this behavior. Right. And then because because then they're going to know that when competition comes along, that they're going to that you're going to be moving over probably. Right. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, being being vocal is such a power and it's so powerful. And it's it's something that we still have um, at at this time, which we might not later on. Right. Because they're trying to take all our rights away. But but at this time, we can still speak up and just let them know. And and that's all you got to do. All that's we got to do to is influence speak up. these companies. We got to speak up. Just like yep. Matt Fontana, the
0: homie speaks up. Heck $5 yeah. with the super chat. Whatever <laughs> traveling man. Yeah, that's right, whatever traveling man. <laughs> Rolling in here with a donation 14 days ago. Oh man. Today's <laughs> today. <laughs> Oh, Alex! Thanks, Matt Fontana. Thank you. He's the OG homie, dude. Thank
1: you, Matt. We do appreciate that a lot. So and we try. We do appreciate you, Traveler Man. And we appreciate every donation that we get. Traveler Man's really gonna be good. like a like a new villain on the show. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna like, like turn him into a villain. You know, we like <laughs>
0: treated him bad in the early days, and he like goes home and like stews and like, creates this new persona and comes out with. All this intention of dismantling what we're doing. Oh, man. Traveling man. We're
1: getting really close to the end here. We only have about like seven minutes. We're pretty close to the end, but what we're not
0: close to the end of is the super chats. What's up, Texas green tea with the $5
1: super chat? You guys rock. Appreciate your hard work on this show. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you for being here. And it's been uh, a lot of fun sitting here chatting with the mystical. Um
1: so, it has been, you know. You know what's great it's been about great this show? Great fun chatting with you too. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. You know what I really love about this show is all of these people that we have on here. At least the content creators. I am. I am watching their shows, right? And usually I'm like talking to the screen as it's happening. I'm like, <laughs> "Well, you know what I think," but now they reply. That's <laughs> so anyway. we appreciate you coming on man it's been super super fun so thank you and thank you for having me yeah of course
0: you know maybe you can give us um kind of just like some overarching closing thoughts right like vr you know like is there anything that's really important that has been left unsaid on this episode or you know what's your what's your overall take on the industry where's it going give us something like good to to wrap this
1: up good and juicy
2: i mean to be honest, I think if I were to give you an overall take, we could we could talk infinitely on this. Mm. <laughs> um I did I did make a video that I can just kind of throw into a few minutes there now. To me to me personally, the most important part of VR is is the social aspect, right? The fact that you don't need to be together, you can be completely apart, especially now during the last 2 years. You can be on two separate Completely different parts of the world, and you can hang out, you can meet up, whether it's in NEOs, whether it's in Chat. it's an amazing feeling. Uh, whether you have family in a different country, it really brings you together. Uh, people used to call social networks anti-social networks. I feel like VR is an actual social network. You feel the presence of the person there, you know? You want to give them a high five, you can actually do it. VR is the, I'm going to put it how literally Zuck put it, the evolution of the internet. Because I feel like that is the correct way of putting it. it. Instead of, you know, in the future, instead of hanging out on Discord, we'll be hanging out in VR. And we'll maybe even have 3D scans or avatars that people can create on their own. Instead of typing, we'll actually put on the headset and meet up. Um, we'll move on from these 2D experiences on a flat screen to 3D experiences that we can maybe even feel with, you know, better haptics and actually speak to the person, see them, again, high-five them, whatever. It's 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 moving in that direction and it's going to be amazing. Now the question is, which direction is it moving? Is it moving in the kind of Ready Player One direction where Facebook is going to lead it all and it's, it's just going to end in, a, in like a weird way or like what direction is it heading in? It's definitely heading in a direction where everything is getting miniaturized and I think that the future will definitely be standalone it's definitely going to be wireless in the future, I don't know how far in the future but I certainly think it's going to be wireless, we are going to move away from the wires and we are eventually going to reach that point where we are either connected to the cloud and using the cloud for all our computing or have everything in nanotechnology where the headset can quite literally be as powerful as a computer. Um, and I do think we are going to reach that stage where maybe even AR mixes with AR, and you can have the same glasses for both AR and VR, you know? Mm-hmm. One product for both things. Wow. I do think we are heading towards the miniaturization of it all, and it's going to be wireless, and it's going to be... It's going to be amazing, be certainly.
0: And you're going to be there and we're going to be there, and everyone who's Absolutely. in chat is going to be there, and it's going to be a fucking huge party, and I cannot wait for it. Beautifully Absolutely. said, dude. Beautifully said. So I, what's, I agree uh...
1: with everything you said there.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Eloquent. <laughs> You're a well-spoken gentleman, if if we may say so. <laughs> so what's uh? What's next? What's next for the channel?
2: Um. Well, I, I did like... Oh, wow. I did a really deep talk about this on the Discord yesterday. Where you know the channel is currently mostly based on vr news um and a lot of people they they count that as like you know clickbait easy content etc and i don't know if you noticed um my thumbnails they all kind of look the same and i really focused on this yesterday where i am just a single guy uh i have no team behind me um i am on my own and i'm uploading videos daily the thumbnails they've really all kind of Merged. They they all look kind of <laughs> the same, and that's kind of boring. And I don't like that. I I explained to people yesterday that I want the channel to have larger projects. Uh, but the problem with that is is the YouTube algorithm, which nobody really knows how it works. <laughs> I, I could YouTube spend knows a month <laughs> or two working on a project and be incredibly happy with it and think it came out amazing, and then other people tell me it came out amazing, but the views on it just disappear you know that's just the youtube algorithm but the the next for the channel is definitely start branching out a little bit you know getting the vr news out because i feel like a lot of people really like those and i like making them but also recording these almost vlog like vlog like experiments where we maybe even visit different countries you know visit companies and stuff like that it's it's definitely I do want to branch out, and the first thing that we're gonna start with is the thumbnails. The thumbnails nice. changed yesterday, and that needs to continue.
0: <laughs> nice. Well, I'll tell you this: you know, a lot of people do VR news, right? And you might say, "Oh, it's easy; it's low-hanging fruit," or whatever you want to say. Yeah. But the thing that I think, and I'm gonna speak for Skiva here, what we think separates you from uh, maybe some of the other VR news out there is the perspective. You know, you're able to provide a intelligent. Uh, like well thought out fresh perspective delivered eloquently you. you know and like it's it's good like i want i want to know what what you have to say about it because i have a feeling you're not going to be blowing smoke up my ass it's going to be well thought out and maybe uh, a fresh take you know so i would say that that's a great place for you you know i wouldn't i wouldn't worry too much about it being low-hanging fruit because if you inject <laughs> enough of yourself into it then it's you're not going to be able to replicate it you know what i'm saying
2: um, I do my very best, you know. I do my very best to inject myself into it, to give my own perspective. Um, again, people people actually think quite a few of the videos are sponsored. I have not done a single sponsored video. Well, I did in the past when I did tech content. But mm. uh, during VR, I have not done a single sponsored video on the channel. And, like, I'm not saying sponsored videos are bad. They're not, you know. It's It's we all need to make money. And... It's bad when it kind of sways your opinion. I feel like that's when it's bad. You always need to be able to give your yeah. opinion. If something is shit, you say it's shit. Like, the fact that this thing has one button? I mean, come on, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, <laughs> that, that kind of thing, you know? Right.
1: Well, and Then you know... people
2: tell me I'm too positive. I like being positive, but always I will tell positive. you if something positive. is shit.
1: Positivity you know? is great man absolutely it, it drives <laughs> it drives your energy forward for through everything in life and staying positive yeah. is a very very positive thing i'm (laughs) excited to see
0: you i'm excited to see you branch out dude you know the most recent video you put up has you like on the you know on the beat on the street like out there making shit happen you know Mm -hmm. hitting up vr arcades and stuff um everybody yeah we did some
2: dumb stuff there
0: (laughs) (laughs) there's a a link to the mystical's channel in the description below if you haven't seen his new video where he's running around with his friends in vr arcades go watch it it's a great video and of course he gives great perspective um the mystical dude Thank you so much for joining us today on Between Realities. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a really good time, dude. Everybody, please Thank say you, goodbye dude. to the mystical. We're going to eject him from the ship now. See Thank, you later, dude. Adios, Everyone. dude. And <laughs> Bye he's gone. Thanks for having me. And just like that, he's gone. And, you know, whatever. We're not going to see him for a real long time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be a minute. Yeah. It'll be a minute. Uh, but, man, man, what a great guest. That was so awesome. What a, it's, it's so great just... just talking about the things you're passionate about with people who get it and that have all of that knowledge. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's- and, and, and such a positive dude. Um, I think he's going to go far. Me
0: too. And I yeah. honestly love uh, having an opportunity to like get to know the people better. Yes. Like sometimes we have like, yes. you know, developers on and we like talk about their games like extensively, but mm-hmm. like, we don't really get to know them as well as we'd like to. And yeah. I really like to get to know people. So thanks again, dude, for uh, joining us and and, yeah. um, and being real. And of course, thank you to everyone here who has joined us in chat. Um, Hussein X, Chris Richardson, Virtual Steve, VR bug snuck in here near the end. Oh, Jeff Krishmar. What's up, Krishmar? He's an epic artist, dude. Check out krishmar.com. Um, who else we got up in here? Sampler19, Chris Richardson, who I already said. Uh, Jansen Fox slid in here. Sampler19, who I just said again. <laughs> Immersive <laughs> Robot. And, and all of you. You guys we love are fucking you guys. amazing. Thank Seriously. you so much. For real. We
1: really do. Love um, you guys. What's, what's next week? What are we doing? Next week, we will have the fantastic Kaz and Sherry on. Yo! Yes. And it will be a premiere next week because of time zones and... Uh, and issues with trying to get um, people from, you know, very far away on the show. Sometimes we're going to just have to do some pre-recorded episodes, but it's going to be a good one. So please join us and we will be very active in the chat as well, um, chatting with you guys and, and watching the show with you guys. So so please come on over and check it out. And please make sure you uh, hit that bell button because, because getting you know, even though YouTube says they're going to notify you, a lot of times they don't, but you know, if you get that notification one every couple shows that would be great so you can hop in here and and, and, and uh be a part of the conversation with us so yep it's great yep. i'm so stoked
0: to talk to these lovely ladies who are amazing ambassadors vr for yes. vr if you uh if you guys have any questions that you think we should pr- bring up while we're chatting with them please join our discord server there's a link below drop in there tell us hey you should ask kaz and sherry about this thing and then you know maybe we will yeah.
1: Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. Maybe. Because we, we do whatever won't. the fuck we want. Yeah. We'll see you guys later. You next do.
0: Friday <laughs> on our pre recorded episode. Same uh, Between Realities time, same Between Realities place. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.